Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham, safely through to the Champions League knockout stage. I say safely through in uh, 45 minutes. We were safely through 45 minutes. We weren't safely through, we were going out. But we're through into the knockout stages, along with Liverpool. And I think every English club has uh, qualified. We've got a huge amount to talk about today, Spurs and Liverpool. We've got Spurs and Liverpool fans on the show. Uh, Ian's uh, upset about Liverpool fans on the show, so he should have uh, see if he comes back. But Brad, how you doing, buddy? I'm oh, good, thanks. As you can probably tell, I'm a little bit chilly. Yeah. My gas boiler is broken, so I've got the guy in fixing it. So uh, if you hear any sounds in the background, I'll try and mute it, but that's probably yeah. what's going on. <laughs> Excellent. And Brian, uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, brother. I don't know why. I don't know what we're talking about in the Champions League. It was never in doubt, mate. It was safe. This was, safe. <laughs> this, was, this was safely through the Tottenham way. Uh, very, very easily done, <laughs> safely through, no drama, no nothing, and just a relaxing 90 minutes. But yeah, uh, always good to be on your channel, Chris, buddy. Yeah, always great having you on, all three of you, Andy in as well, uh, when he comes back. But yeah, uh, obviously me and Brian will be arguing on this show about whether it's safely through or just through by the skin of our teeth. But anyway, uh, and Liverpool, very safely through. Uh, Jamie is back on. How you doing, Jamie? Yeah, I'm doing good, mate. I'm not doing, I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Doing all right. Excellent. Doing all right. <clears throat> so you did say you would uh, before we came on air. You're doing good, apart from your team's crap. Yeah, yeah. So, Team, teams. So, yeah. So it's my job, I'm afraid, to tell you at some point during this to bring you down even more because we will have to talk about no, it. Right. I do apologise. Uh, don't therapy. do any in and just good jump off when we talk about that. But good therapy <laughs> yeah. session. Good therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, uh, first and foremost as well, thanks everybody for watching. Please hit that like and the subscribe button as well and the notification bell. That will mean that you don't have to worry about when we go live because uh, YouTube will tell you. Everyone on here, uh, apart from Ian, uh, who, but he appears on a load of other channels, everyone here has got a channel. Uh, that's in the description along with all their Twitter handles as well. Uh, but at the end of the show, they'll be letting you know where, where you can find them and what kind of things you can expect. Uh but let's start with this. I might just leave that on for the whole show and not talk about anything. It's not often we get to celebrate stuff. But uh, yeah, Brad, group stage, Champions League group stage completed. Uh, look at, uh, uh, I know what Brian's saying. I think it's a bit tongue in cheek, but uh, 45 very minutes much, very we out. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and this that has become a, a staple of our season. We only get going when we're a goal down. This was a game that, you know, you go and win it. You don't have to worry about whether you qualify or not because you win it, you're through anyway. Uh, it looked to me like we played for a draw and when they scored half-time, it's like, OK, we've got to go and score now. Completely different team in the second half again. Uh, what did you make of the game? And are you with Brian? Never in doubt. And I should be quiet, being negative, because we were always going to go through. Well, I, I think I might... Uh, asked for a, a 50% refund for my season ticket. I suppose I only, <laughs> only seem to play for, for half a game these days. Uh, yeah, half time, I thought I couldn't see us back in the game. I really couldn't. Because we didn't, I mean, we didn't. I think, I mean, I don't go on these goal average, you know, these sort of stats, but it was 0.04 of a scoring, their expected goal ratio. And I've never seen it that low. So half time, I thought if we can hold them to half time and then maybe they might play better in the second half, we'll get the draw, we'll go through. But when they went one up, it was like, oh, well, let's see. I, I can't see how we're going to get back into this game. But credit to them, they, they did. And, and we we played a lot better, as everyone knows, in the second half. And we actually did look more like scoring than they did. Now, we've heard Conte talk about it. We've heard uh, 
Christian Cellini, if I've got his name right, talk about it. <laughs> and it seems to be it's it's the players that are, are doing this. It's not. Yeah, it's I, not I'm not sure I buy that. I'm not sure. Well, I no, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Conte is is saying let's all defend. I mean, yeah, okay. When we played at Liverpool last last year at Anfield and, and Main Road, uh, Main Road, it, the Etihad, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did play that because you know we know we're going to concede possession to them. So this time it's like no, we you know we. I mean, you can't win games on paper, but man for man, we're better than anyone in that league in that little four-team yeah, league. And I don't, I don't really get the idea of, of 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 going there and defending. But at times, we we yeah, we had five men, we had all ten men behind the ball. It was awful. So yeah, yeah I, 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 I maybe half of me is thinking it is the players, and the other half of me is thinking wants to think it's the players because yeah, yeah I mean, this is this is you know we that was eight in eleven games we've gone down. So that's now nine in 12 games we've, we've considered the first goal. So, uh, it's very strange, isn't it? Uh, uh, before I move on, big up Coover. Uh, see if you can steer clear of player ratings or God help you, Brian will take over the show. No player ratings <laughs> from you, Brian. You've been No, no, no. Coover. That was yeah. last night. But yeah, uh, funny. in terms of the game, Brian, I said to my dad watching it, I slightly disagree with Brad in the sense that I didn't see how we'd get back into the game. I thought them scoring before halftime, was a blessing in disguise because if it was nil-nil at half time, we'd come out exactly the same, sit back, sit deep. And if they get that goal 90 minutes or, or whatever, then we're done for. So I thought it was a blessing in disguise that we went in one nil because then we had to come out for 45 minutes. But again, why we're doing that, I have no idea. I, I don't buy the fact that it's the players. I think no player is going to come out and say, yeah, Conte's telling us to be negative because Conte will kill me. Same with uh, Mourinho, but uh, what did you make of the game? And, and in terms of the goal that we conceded, do you think it was the right time to concede it in a sense that we had 45 minutes to rectify it rather than just coming out in the second half and just sitting back again? So, so I'm going to remake a song, a well-known song. You, you all know it. I'm just going to go, when the going gets Spurs, the Spurs get going, um, <laughs> is where I think we have, we, we have to start with this because only at Tottenham, only at Tottenham, can we go 1-0 down in a game that we need to win, be top of the group, go third in our group, go second in our group, go top of our group, all in one game and all in one <laughs> yeah. half of football? Only Tottenham Hotspur can do that. Oh. I, I don't understand how. I don't understand no. why. Honestly, that, that thing that where we came up with, uh, you know, there's that gift, hold my beer. That was sponsored <laughs> by Tottenham. That is Tottenham Hotspur yeah. for the good, the bad and the ugly, no matter what. Um <clears throat> Is it? It's one of the what the the thing about this I don't understand with with that is under Mauricio Pochettino, especially the last season at the Lane, we were doing what Liverpool did under Brendan Rodgers with uh, Sturridge and Suarez. We were blowing teams away by the first half. The game was done, and then we could relax in the second half, which to me is a much better formula than do you know what? Go a goal yeah, down yeah. and make it twice as hard. And then yeah. turn well, it around. Just um, wave, doesn't it? Go win the game, then you can sit back and relax it, after that. Don't don't. Don't sit exactly. back, relax, it, get gold down, and then have to worry. It just, uh, it just, it, 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 but it, it's just one of the anomalies of the world where what football team says, yeah, do you know what, go down a goal and then start playing. It's just the weirdest thing. <laughs> I think Brad's right. Half, half price season tickets, uh, uh, it, it's definitely due. Um, wow. Well, I'm, but yeah, I'm listen, sure your most... favourite person in the world will allow that to happen. Listen, anyway. listen <laughs> the most, the, the most, the most important thing about this is we had a job to do and we did it. Yeah, How we did it is irrelevant. Win it, listen, as yeah. uh, as Vin Diesel said in Fast and Furious, winning is winning. It doesn't matter if it's by an inch or a mile. And we did it. <laughs> yes, we'd love it to be better, but uh, 
let's hope let's hope by the time it comes around again in February, we're in a much better shape and this ain't gonna be the the case. But you you've just got to look at it and say job completed. Yeah, absolutely. And Ian, uh, uh yeah, I, I think it's been coached into the players to be negative. There's obviously on Twitter and, and, and elsewhere the players are rubbish, <clears> they can't attack or whatever, but we've shown in the second half we can and a lot of these players are the same players that under Pochettino, like uh, Brian alluded to there went out and destroyed teams early doors and then the game was done by half time. So I think the negativity has been coached into them. And only when we're one nil down and need to win and need to score, do we go, okay, well, we've <clears> got to do something different now. And then the, the, uh, the handbrake as it were, is kind of off. Uh, mm. It was only at, the end of last, only at the end of last season though, we were, you know, at, at, uh, at Tottenham going out and blowing Arsenal away in the first yeah. 45 minutes. Um, I, I don't. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't understand it. The, the, half, the half price season tickets that would uh, that would get Levy telling Conti not to uh, <laughs> not not to only play for forty five minutes. I mean, on the one hand, did the, I can understand. I can understand us going out um, at Marseille and saying we'll play for a draw. We all remember the old Italian negative tactics going. Back to the seventies and eighties, um, but I don't fathom it. For example, at Bournemouth uh, on Saturday, no. where we just didn't play at all. I mean, in fairness, um, Wednesday's game, um, other than one was in on the south coast of England and one was on the south coast of France, they could have been the same game. It could have been exactly the same game when we we were a goal down. Fortunately, we didn't go two down on. Um, on 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 Tuesday night, I, I don't fathom it. The the players are saying no, um, but there's something got into their heads mentally about not going out. The the bad thing is, of course, you know, towards the end of last season, we weren't conceding. Now we are conceding, so it means we have to score. If we're going to win a game, we have to score twice. If we're going to yeah. draw a game, we have to score. You know, at least once. Um, I, I, I don't fathom it. The worst of it is that when we've got the ball and we're attacking teams, we look pretty decent. And, yeah, and the that's thing why about I don't it understand when, it because we look so much better passing the ball quickly and everything like that. But uh, yeah, and, we stopped and, doing just, it. And, and when we're going forward and have the initiative, we don't look like getting caught on the break because there's always one, whether it's a Basuma, whether it's a skip. Um, or, 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 or whatever, when we've gone with a five in midfield and pushed players forward and held one back and uh, the, the defenders, we've been really, really tight at the back. Um, and against Sporting, for example, they were all camped in their last you know 25 yards of their goal. I, I just don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand it um, uh, at all. Um, I, I suppose... While we're winning games like it, it doesn't really matter in a sense because we are winning games and getting the points. But there'll come a time where we won't be getting the points. We'll go 1-0 down, then 2-0 down and lose 2-0. And yeah. we'll say this has been coming. But, I mean, at the moment, we're through, so it doesn't really matter. But it's in contrast, uh, Jamie, Liverpool very safely through. Just pipped uh, to first place by Napoli, I think, on goal difference. Uh, yeah, yeah. This these are the qualifiers. Lovely, colourful graphic. It's the only one I can find. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the asterisks are the uh, 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 group leaders. So you've got Napoli, Porto, Bayern Munich, Chelsea, Real Madrid, City, and the wonderfully great Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Liverpool, Blue, Bruges, Inter Milan, Leipzig, Dortmund, Paris Saint-Germain, Benfica, and Frankfurt are the runners-up. 
Uh, obviously, we can't. We won the group, so we can't get another winner. We can't get an English team. You came second in the group. You can't get another second in the group, and you can't get an English team. So, any any preferences for who you want to get, or or and are, are you annoyed you didn't win the group, or does it not really matter at this stage? Um, I, did say, I did say to my dad that when uh, we beat Real Madrid, they finished second. So some poor sods have worked their ass off to win the group and then get little Real Madrid in the second round. So I'm not sure it hugely matters. But were you were you upset you didn't win the group, or are you just happy to be through? I'm just happy to be through, basically. But looking at that Champions League, it's quite a poor Champions League this year. If you look at all the teams left, all the giants that are sort of like withering away now and going into Europa and... Uh, I think it's quite an open competition. I really do because I don't think PSG are all that. I did a watch along for the PSG game, Juventus game the other day, and it was the worst game I've ever seen. It was. <laughs> I, I for PSG for a team that has so much quality in their side, they play the yeah. deadest football. Like their football is so slow, boring. It's all side to side and backwards. It's oh, wait till Sunday, mate. Wait till Sunday, Jamie. I rather watch Scotland than PSG. I tell you. And Man City are probably the threat, I think, for everyone in Europe. But they have been for the last six years and still can't do it. But if he's still injured, then who knows? You know. I mean, it's. I'm just glad we got through. Look, we got 15 points in our Champions League group in six, mm. in six games, and we got 16 points in the Premier League in so many games. It's just, uh, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but with Europe, I'm always quite confident with Liverpool in Europe. It's just something. I mean, I think we've made three finals in five years. Winning one of them, I might bring that up. Um, but um, yeah, it's just <laughs> it, it's, it, Liverpool in Europe. I'm never, I'm never worried. It's weird. It, no matter what we are, 2005, uh, terrible Liverpool team won the Champions League. You know, yeah. you know, we're just something about it. I do think there is a thing with heritage in Europe with these clubs. I think that's why PSG and Man City are finding it so difficult to win it. Mm. And why Real Madrid have won it? How got yeah, you look at Real figures Madrid now. Fifteen like, times, I think, Chris. Yeah, you just look at it and you think there is something actually about it. So, yeah, us going through, I'm pleased with the Napoli results because, I mean, they handed us out butts in their first game. Tremendous side, and yeah. uh, and we're the only team. We're the only team in the whole of Europe that's beaten Napoli this season. So, mm. you know, they are one of the most informed teams in Europe at the moment. Exciting. Good on the eye, play excellent football. But I was just pla- I was just pleased we kept the clean sheet and got a win because I think we needed that coming into this uh, this game this weekend because yeah. we're a weird side at the We're we're the most bipolar. <laughs> we are the most bipolar team you could actually find. I'll tell well, you. Well, really. I'd have to disagree there. With uh, don't turn up for the first half, turn up in the second half. I think we trumped <laughs> on that one. Uh, but yeah, Te- Terry's saying hoping for Benfica, which means we'll get Bayern. I'm assuming well, we can't get Benfica. I'm assuming that's Terry. the Liverpool side of yeah, things. Oh. Man, yeah, so. yeah, Brad, are you hoping for anyone in particular, or doesn't really matter to you? For uh, me, it doesn't really matter if you, if you get a good team. You've got to end up beating them if you're going to win the thing anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Well, that's a good point, but I mean, I'd, I'd like Club Bruges, I guess, but. Uh... But I mean, I remember last time we was in Champions League, I was over the moon, we got RB Leipzig and we, you know, the rest of that is history. Right. I, I did think we'll get them because uh, that was our last Champions League game. It was, we went out yeah. with a complete and utter whimper. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if we get them and then uh, it's the, the, the game of event. I, I mean, the only team I, I wouldn't want to get is probably PSG. But after what, what Jamie was saying, maybe I shouldn't be so worried. But uh, no. 
I think you could hurt PSG. I really well, do. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, it, uh, I think it's one one of those games you can really send out a statement. I mean, yeah, yeah. if we go out, we go out. But uh, the bottom line is they didn't win their group, which maybe tells you the story that James is saying. I don't watch them much. Um, you know, if we 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 went 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 and played PSG and beat them, that would send a message around the whole of Europe. You got to watch yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. Um, you know, it's only three years ago we got to the final. So um, I, I, I frankly at this stage think whoever you're going to play, you're going to have to beat good sides and, mm-hmm. and just not worry about who you're going to play. The best yeah. sides will have to beat the best sides. And if Absolutely. you beat PSG, you've still got to beat, you know, you've got, good, you, you know, you've got to play a Liverpool or Manchester City or whatever. You know, a lot of good sides have gone out of this competition. Barcelona, uh, Juventus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pl- plenty of good sides have not even got this far. Don't worry about yeah. who you play. And you've got to remember as well, guys, like the next round ain't till February. No one knows yeah. how everyone's <laughs> going to be. Yeah. No one knows how everyone's going to be by February. So, no, yeah, I mean, Tottenham, Tottenham are a scary team. So, yeah, I mean, Scott M completely disagrees. Uh, PSG will rip us apart. Don't think there's a team that we can draw that we are better than, but we need a sweetheart draw to make it through to the next round. Uh, well, I think I love, there's a few teams in there that we're better than, uh, Scott. But, uh, yeah, PSG... Scott's positivity is always, you know, there for all <laughs> I mean, to the, see. The, the team that I fear in it is Man City, but like I said, we can't get them yet, so <coughs> don't need to worry about that. Uh, Kuva... Uh, Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe will have never faced the power of babies. <laughs> Easy win. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I put that on before reading it, so uh, I should have read it. Uh, but yeah, Brian, anyone in particular you want? Or, or yeah, I mean, if, if, if you look at it, um, Club Bruges is the easy one that everyone probably really wants. Um, That's and dangerous, Bruges, though, isn't it? Because there's an yeah, element that you could be let, taking them lightly. Listen, if you look at Club Bruges, They've done it. Their, their average age is 23. There is a player there that I have waxed lyrical about and uh, following Canadian football as I do. Uh, Tejon Buchanan has been at the heart of it. He is a very, very good player. Watch out for him at the World Cup. I would love him. I would take him at Tottenham Hotspur in a heartbeat. Um, but the one I really want, I want Dortmund again. We seem to have mm, Dortmund. Yeah, we we yeah. seem to have Dortmund's number in the Champions League. And if we get them in the last 16, not that I'm a. Uh, Superstitious, or wore the same shirt for five months in a row without washing it. Um, um, uh, last time we got Dortmund in the quarters, we know where we ended up. Um, yeah, but I have to say, with Jamie saying, Jamie, be quiet, be quiet. No, no, I have to, yeah. well, listen, I, I, I call that final the 22nd final, it was the quickest final ever, so uh, so yeah. weren't really uh, but but um. With Jamie saying that PSG playing the most boring... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they are that boring and we play like we do in first half? <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that could be... That could go down as a clash of titans, but could go down as the most boring game of football in history. Um, but, but listen, like, like Ian said, whoever you get, that these people are there by merit. Uh, Club Bruges, yeah. you wouldn't have thought that they would have got there. They would have been one of the teams you thought they're, they've got there by merit. There, there's no easy ties when you get yeah. here. Um, and like Jamie said as well, come January, come February, you don't know what mm. players are coming back from a World Cup injured or or or, or shattered mentally and, uh, and physically. You don't know who the clubs brought in and players that have come in. 
it's a whole different ball game. It's a I, I, whole think also, ball game. I think also we can I think we can add to our Champions League squad as well. We we name a different Champions League squad. So, yeah. so yeah, in January when changed. Daniel Levy gives us all that money and we, we spend get all those incredible players, we'll probably have a stronger team. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, has anyone seen has anyone seen the film In Bruges? <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. There's a great. Cool. If you haven't seen, there's a great, a great scene where where they're in an art gallery and there's a picture of uh, a purgatory. And I said, well, "What's what's purgatory?" He said, "Oh, it's sort of in between like heaven or hell. It's sort of like in between. You know, he said, oh, sort of like supporting Tottenham." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, let, let, let's move on and move on to something a bit uh, celebratory. A one-year anniversary. Uh, I'm a few days late. It's a one day, and, one year, and three days. But uh, yeah, we'll come to you first, Ian. Uh, how do you think he's done? For me, obviously, took over mid-table, a terrible Nuno side, got us into Champions League, got us into the knockouts. Absolutely superb. If he can get Levy to spend the money that he needs in January, miracle worker and a magician. Just needs to sort out why we start off so slow. Uh, but how, yeah, how do you think he's done in a year? I, I think he's done well. I mean, he picked up a, a club in absolute disarray. Mm. Um, clear mistakes being made. I mean, sacking Mourinho before the final was a, <laughs> was an odd decision. I sort of, I, I think I've got an idea why Levy did it because I think the dressing room wasn't in a good place, and I think he thought if I get good, if I get man, new manager bounce for one game, it's achieved it. We didn't get it. We didn't play well against Manchester City. Then we couldn't find a manager in the summer. Um, normally when a manager gets sacked, the, the club's got some idea of who it's bringing in. Um, then we got Nuno, which was an incomprehensible uh, appointment. So, you know, this, this time last year, we were in an absolute mess. Yeah, you can argue Arsenal screwed up to, to give us four, fourth place. But the fact is... The, the table doesn't lie at the end of the season. The team that has the most points gets into the position. We've strengthened well, not as well as I would have hoped, I must be honest, but for the Bryans in this world who find any stick to beat Levy with, the, well, the one thing I'll say is the players we talked about, particularly in the summer and the club were linked with, none of them went anywhere else. It's not as if we were in for the players who signed for Arsenal or Manchester City or Paris Saint-Germain, the Bastonis and the, you know, the the De Vries, the the uh, Delites and uh, the other one, the other uh, guy that we were looking for, and I can't remember his name. Those uh, quality central defenders, none of them moved anywhere else. Um, and there is a suggestion that that players, more players, will become available in January post World Cup. Than, than would normally be available mm. in the January window. Yeah. Um, Levy did make money available that wasn't spent. Um, I've got no doubt, particularly after that reaction, um, when we were cuffed by, was it, it was Man United, wasn't it? Um, and Nuno, uh, um, and you know, Nuno, and the, you don't know what you're doing, and the Levy outs. I, I think he knows what he has to deliver, but I'm, I'm still persuaded that. You know, the, 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 the value in the club, the value in their investment um, and the naming rights deal comes with having a, a, a successful football team and a soccer team on, on the pitch. Um, so I'm, I'm reasonably optimistic. I still think we do need to strengthen. Um, we clearly need at least one, um, if not two more central defenders. Um, I think there's one or two got to move, be moved out. Um, 
um, you know, Tanganga, for example, and Sanchez. I, I just think we need to upgrade there and bring in an, another couple. We still need that creativity. Can we get Madison? It's interesting. We had, if we want to play three forwards, we need six top strikers and we haven't got six top strikers. So we've still got work to do, but the reality is we're getting results. Um, and I think, you know, people for, uh, you know, the, the, the stick that the club gets beaten with is, you know, what have you won? What have you won? What have you won? Well, that's a monkey we have to get off our back. And I'm still comfortable that Conti is capable of doing it. Funnily enough, the League Cup is one of those competitions where I thought that would be a really good chance for us. But God knows what team we're going to be able to put out on, on Wednesday night against uh, <laughs> um, with the World Cup and what have you. There's clearly one or two players hiding. Um, that, that don't want to play, so I can end. You know, I can almost pick the team now. With uh, yeah. you know, you're going to have something like Tanganga in the middle and Sanchez in the middle of the back four. Maybe with Longley and um, who's going. You know, Doherty will come in. Maybe even Spence will come in. Um, Spence will play against that? Forest, I've no doubt. But... Yeah, and, and 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 maybe Gil, and maybe they'll go on, and maybe that's the thing. You look at. You know, we've strengthened the squad. You know, there's no doubt we've strengthened the squad. But when you look at the the starting lineup that we had um, for his first game, the starting lineup um, uh, we, we we we've got now, it's actually not as different as I as I thought it was. What we do have is we've got more strength in depth um, when we haven't got these the, the these injuries. So um, yeah, I'm I'm happy. Um, I'm I'm happy that where we're going. Um, I'd like to see better football, yes. Um, but uh, um, yeah, the season's scruffy. I just saw that comment. The season is scruffy. It'd be interesting what happens come 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 January, February, when the World Cup's behind yeah. people, as others have said. You know, when players who's fit, who's not fit, who's psychologically knackered, who's physically knackered, what players we bring in. But we're still third in the league. We're not playing particularly well. We're in the next route stage of the Champions League. Nothing really to moan about, apart from yeah. we could do with playing some better football. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I'm very I mean, happy. Yeah, I mean, Jamie, in terms of when, when Klopp started, it obviously <clears> started very, very slowly in terms of what you've been able to do and, and took him a season or two to really get going. I, I was there for his first game at Spurs. Uh, probably a preview for what's going to happen on Sunday. Very boring game. Uh how do you think Conte's done in, in fairly short space of time at Spurs as a, a non-Spurs <coughs> Well, yeah, the neutral in it all. Conte's done a great job at Spurs. Um, uh, obviously, Levy, you know, I don't know. I don't think he should be allowed to pick managers for you guys because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean. <coughs> I love Pochettino at Spurs, and I'm not obviously a Spurs fan or anything, but I rate Pochettino. I think he's a great guy, a great coach. And when you take a team to a Champions League final like Spurs, you know, never been there before, and then you literally don't give him anything the following season to carry that on, I think that's a bit of a crime, if you ask me. Yeah, it's, and then, it's the season before for me when we finished just behind Chelsea in the league. We yeah. were a couple of signings off there from really giving a serious then, title challenge, and he didn't do anything. And then, and then, and then you wonder, you know, obviously the Spurs players were, you know, there was an overhang from the seat that season coming into this win, a bit like Liverpool now, really. And you know, not giving him players, and then blaming him, you know, yeah. 
it's not it's not it's not quite right. And then you go to Mourinho and like look, I I think Mourinho is great, don't get me wrong. But when you go from a style of Pochettino to a style of Mourinho, it's gonna be very difficult. And when you've got yeah. players in your team, there's like you had a good lot of young players in the Spurs team. Mourinho don't like young players, he likes middle aged men. And yeah. you know, that's his forte. <laughs> And then, and then that doesn't work, and you go for the Wolves manager, and you're like, it's pragmatic football after pragmatic football, and that's not Spurs' yeah. way. I mean, I'm 40; I grew up on watching Spurs. You know, they always try to play attacking football, fun football, entertaining football, and you know, you've gone from Mourinho, you know, and then to another pragmatic manager, and then Conte, <clears throat> he picked you up really well. I like Conte; I think he's he's great. He's great. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever want him to be. I'd, if I was an owner, you know, you'd have you'd have you'd have rucks with him all the time, won't you? Because he just demands. <laughs> but look, he came in. I think, if I remember rightly, when he came in, you were the top goal scorers in the league, weren't you? When you came in, yeah. and you were playing this attacking football on the front football, great counter attacking stuff, using Kulovetsky, using Son, mm. Kane coming in deep, being creative. And no one could really work it out. Mm. And now you've gone into this season, and he seems to have gone away from that a little bit. Mm. And it's like you've gone five yards back a little bit and uh, and sort of like... I think a lot of that's to do with Kulisevsky being injured and we got yeah, no really like him and he's key. a huge player. Yeah, it was a real key. But yeah, he's done a great job, man. My only thing with Conte is like, how long does he stay? That That's, yeah. just the, yeah. that's the thing for a Spurs fan. How long does he stay? Because... Yeah. He's not known to stay in at places very long, is he? No, so, no. I mean, Brian, in t- I, I've read reports that we're going to offer him a bumper contract. This is from non-official sources, so make of it what you will. Thirteen million to seventeen million a year, or something like that. But do, do you see him staying with us long term, or do you see things going wrong like it has at other clubs? And how would you rate his first year? So, so first of all, rating his first year. It goes right up there with Moses part in the Red Sea and Noah taking two animals two by two. What he's been able to do. Let's face it. What he's done at Tottenham Hotspur. We were ninth in the league and struggling and in the Conference League. We're now third in the league and in the last 16 in the Champions League. It's nice and goddamn day. And this is what this man does. This is what this man does with the players he's got at the moment. Just imagine what he can do with the players Mm. he wants. And I mean the players he wants. I understand they may not all come. I, I get that. But if he gets the nucleus of players that he does want, not the position that he wants, the player he wants for that position, the sky is the the, the sky is the limit for this man. Um, him him staying is huge. Him staying is huge. And obviously we've got this cat. If you listen to reports, it's cat and mouse, isn't it? He wants yeah. to sign after Levy's given him the money, so he knows. Okay, there's proof that you are going to actually back me. And then Levy say, no, 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 you sign the contract and then I'll back you, which is what other managers have done and yeah. kind of not happened the way it's meant to have worked <laughs> yeah. out. I mean, you so can see it, both it, sides really... on that, can't you? He wants the you assurances know, you can. from Levy. You, you can... Levy wants the assurances that he's not just going to give him a bumper contract and then bugger off after a year. No, you, 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 you can see both, uh, both sides of the coin. There's no doubt of that. But I think right now you've got to... And I'm not just saying this because of my hatred of one person in this coordinate in mm. this uh, combination. Is <laughs> you you know what Conte does, you know what Conte does and what he needs, and then you look at what he's done. He's kind of he's Conte is the last chance saloon for him. Uh, a lot of people would say if he walks, then Armageddon. Um, mm. 
and you've got to say, okay, Conte, here you go. Look, just just look what he's done. And there's a lot of people talking, and Alistair Gold talked about it a lot. I think Conte being banned from the touchline in the Marseille game could be the biggest blessing in disguise that mm. we've ever had. Yeah, sorry, I that. really, sorry. really do because he was right up there, <laughs> and he could be telling Daniel Levy and the board and everything what he's seen from there and saying everything that he normally says down there where he can't hear to everything he can hear. So I honestly think that ban could have been the greatest thing to happen to us this season. I really do. Um, <coughs> I, I, I want this guy to start. Listen, I, I, as Jamie was saying, we have played some of the most beautiful football in, in the Premier League. Like, if you look over the time, but we've got nothing to show for it. We've got absolutely nothing to show for it. Liverpool under Rodgers were playing expansive. That's what I love about Liverpool. They back when they've got what I use it all the time, Jamie. When you get rid of a manager, normally you follow it with the same manager that plays the same kind of brand of football, whether it be attacking, whether it be defensive. You kind of go through a transition where you back that kind of style. Whereas obviously we've been chop and change all the bloody time. Um, I, I, I honestly think this guy, I, I want this guy to stay for as long as possible. And if we have to play boring football, but it equals trophies compared to great yeah. football and no trophies, then sign me up for boredom. I won't need my sleeping pills. I won't need Ovaltine or Horlicks at night. And that, that's the way it is. I want trophies. I don't, mm. I don't want to go, oh, do you remember that day where we beat Liverpool 4-1 at Wembley? Oh, yeah, where's your trophy for it? <laughs> I, I, I don't want that. I want to say we've won a cup. We've won. I will take, I will take the Carabao Cup and fifth over top four and no trophies, put it that way. And Conte could deliver it. Brian, you know the, yeah. the, the, the 3-0 victory we had against Manchester, a defeat we had to Manchester United was our yeah, best was result of the season because <laughs> we got rid of that defeat of Liverpool um, at, at Wembley was the best result mm. Liverpool had in, in, in probably Correct. five years because as Correct. a result of that, Kane, was it Lovenkrans, wasn't it, their centre-half? who Lovren, came yeah. absolutely yeah, No, did it Lovren. Lovren, sorry, Lovren. That Kane made an absolute monkey of all, all afternoon. Um, and the goalkeeper as well. And as a result of that, they went out and bought Alisson. They went out and, brought, um, and bought uh, Virgil van Dijk. And that was the catalyst for Liverpool becoming one of the top sides uh, that they've been over the last few years. So, you know, every every cloud has a silver lining and all that. I think, probably, Jamie, you might if you agree with that. I was at that United game and... Uh... Uh, funny enough, I was very much partaking in a certain chart during that game. <laughs> Come on, you Spurs. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were saying. My, 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 song, my song was a lot shorter. It just had two words. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of sorry to do this to you, uh, Jamie, but uh, what's happened? I, 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 I don't I, even I, know. I, I, thought you'd, I thought you'd struggle when you sold this man, Mane. For me, I, I, I've told you this on your show before. For me, Mane was the best of your front three. I thought you'd struggle going forward. Yeah. But defensively, I mean, that the two Leeds goals, I mean, the first one was an absolute Shocking. catastrophe. The second one weren't much better. But defensively, you look all over the place. And it's quite risky of me to ask you this as well, being that we're playing you in two days. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, what's happened to you in the league? You always you and City neck to neck, and then all of a sudden now you, you you're losing 
And then, and then you go turn up and beat City, and very strange. Can you put your finger on what's happened to well, Liverpool? I think so. Obviously, last season I think we played sixty-six games, and we went to obviously the final of absolutely everything, and then went to the last game of the season for the Premier League. Very short. We had a very short pre-season, like everyone did. And so I think we had a bit of a hangover from that. Secondly, FSG didn't really get Klopp the midfielders that he wanted. Um, that is the area of our pitch that's a real problem. I mean, going forward, we're fine. You know, going forward, we're fine. We're always going to be fine. You know, Salah, Darwin Nunes is scoring. Bobby's scoring. You know, Diaz and Jot are injured, which is a shame. But when they're fit, they're scoring. Um, and the midfield look, and the defence, I know Trent's come in for a lot of stuff to, this season, but Trent's always been the same. He's never been different. The diff the problem, the difference with Liverpool is under the Klopp system, Klopp has never had a so-called world-class midfield. What he's had is midfielders that are the engine of the team and they control the game of football. Because they control the game of football, no one really gets onto our back four. So that allows our full-backs to be the creative players in our team. And at this moment in time, our midfield is basically, you know, a big donut of a hole in the middle of it. You know what I mean? And, you know, people were just walking through it, just walking through it constantly. And people were on our back four all the time. And they can't take the pressure from it. So it's a mixture of a lot of things. I think there's a little hangover from last season. I don't think that's the case now, though, because we're in like, no, we're coming up with December now. And it's you can't still use that as an excuse. I think that was the excuse at the beginning of the season, but not now. Um, the the midfield is atrocious. You got Fabinho, who's literally only just turned twenty nine, but he plays like he's thirty seven, and <laughs> it, and he looks terrible. Now I I don't think I I'm, you know I think his real age is not twenty nine. He's just lying about it. But you know, <laughs> he, 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 his legs are just completely gone at twenty nine. It's a it's a madness. And then you got. You know, we're relying on players like James Milner and Jordan Henderson still where we shouldn't be. Uh, and then we're relying on a player like Harvey Elliott, who's only 19, who's probably him and Allison have been our two best players this season. Yeah, Harvey then, Elliott's going to be an absolute world star. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be a diamond. Him and Alfie Devine will be the midfield for England very, very soon. Like by yeah. 2026, yeah. I honestly reckon. But yeah. Jamie, you also reckon, I, I've been saying, why well, I reckon with you as well, is I think you've got a bit of Pochettino syndrome as well, where you play the same players so many times and have such a rigor. Like, Poch just trained the team so hard. And I think five years or whatever, where they've just been, like you said, 66 games and whatever, I think they're... And you're saying with Fabinho, his legs are... It's because I, I feel a bit with it as an outsider that it's just because he's done what Pochettino did, where he just plays... Not by, not by uh, his choice. He's just got no other options exactly. to just play the same players constantly. Exactly. You're right. You're right. The same, the same squad play all the time. And like, and there's other things as well with the World Cup coming up. So, like, I don't know if you guys watched the Gary Neville overlap with Virgil van Dijk the other day, but no. he was talking on there and he was talking about the World Cup and saying just like, because a lot of Liverpool fans have been saying that the way Virgil's playing is really weird, you know, and he's obviously fit. Because he's still got his electric pace, he can, you know, things like that. He can still jump, and so there's just ain't not on, not right with him. And 
on that overlap, he sort of let slip that he has got the World Cup in mind. And I think a lot of players have, haven't and they? And, yeah, and you can understand it, and it's ridiculous <laughs> in the middle of a season. Mm, and he missed the Euros because of injury. And I think narrow where he is in his career and his age, you might think this is his last World Cup. So, you know, I think he's got that in the back of his mind as well. So I'm just hoping, like everyone else is, that when we come back in on Boxing Day, that I think when we, if we have no injuries in the World Cup, the only player we'll have missing will be Jota still. So we'll have a mm. clean yeah. team for the first yeah. time yeah. this season. Just, just, just quickly, I've got a, a comment here from uh, Yuvraj. Can I come on and have my say? There's a, five's probably my limit, so probably not this time. But if you're around Monday, 7.30pm UK time, uh, welcome to come on. Just follow me on Twitter uh, at LTalkTottenham and I'll give you a link for that one. Uh, just let me know if you're around for that one. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, but... I, 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 sorry, I just can I follow up on what James said because I think a lot of clubs have got have got this problem. Um, funnily enough, Dyer, who got into the England side, mm. I know my friend Scott doesn't rate him very much, but you know he he, he was probably the most consistent player that we've had um, over the last um, twelve months since Conte went there. Since he played for England. I think his form has dipped markedly, you know, noticeably. Um, and I'm one of his one of his defenders. Um, Romero was another one, even before he's got this alleged injury, wasn't wasn't going in for tackles the way he was well, well, last on year. On Romero, I was watching Sky Sports News before this. They reckon he's gonna be out, but he's gonna be fit and ready to play for Argentina's first game. So it looks like he could be out for Spurs. Shock, shock horror at that well, news. There you go. Absolutely. So I think, you know, as Jane, I think there are a lot of players protecting himself themselves. Funnily enough, I was gonna mention Van Dyke because I don't think Van Dyke's been the same since his injury. And it will be interesting how you know, whether there's some loss of confidence or there is a, a slight loss of uh, physical ability. Um, or whether it's just I'm protecting myself, I'm going to play in the World Cup, I'll worry about Liverpool Football Club when I come back in January. It's, it is a weird season, and I, I detest mm. this World Cup for all kinds of reasons. And I don't know if anybody on the panel yeah. are watching. It's ridiculous having program. it in the middle of a season, because this well, was obviously going to happen, certainly so close players, and yeah. not necessarily going to go into the, the well, crunching 50-50s like they would. because well, of There was what... a programme on ITV last night, is what I was going to say about Qatar. I can't remember what it was called. But about their, you know, their human rights, about people disappearing mm. um, and never being seen again, including a, you know, a, a British marketing man working out mm. there, um, you know, uh, gay, lesbian people, uh, women who wanted to actually be, be independent women rather than being told to do what their their parents do. It is, a, I mean, I will boycott this World Cup. I will not watch it on principle. I think what the uh, what the uh, um, uh, uh, the FIFA have done in allowing these people, and we will know it's all about money, is an absolute disgrace. And uh, I will not watch this World Cup. Yeah, I hope a lot of people won't either. I, I agree. And I thought I know a lot of people don't like at my boss, <laughs> but um, I thought what Jurgen Klopp said on Sky Sports News about it was perfect, actually, when they were talking about the protests and all that. And they were saying about Harry Kane wearing the uh, rainbow armband. He wants to wear the rainbow armband out there and stuff like that. And, like he was saying, it shouldn't be up to these players to protest, you know. Yeah. You know, this should have been happening, you know, like he said, mm -hmm. a lot of these players when Qatar won the riots were like 10 years old. You know, it, it's like, where, where is, 
I mean, I know money rules the world, but it comes to a bit where you got to go. You know what? You know, we can still make a lot of money by absolutely Cup, by absolutely by putting this World Cup somewhere else. It's not the uh, you know sometimes you got to think about it. Like you know, if you're a gay man or a gay woman, you want to go to this World Cup. You know, your life could be at threat. And that's not Absolutely. even true. You know, it's yeah. just not, it, it's not for everyone, is it? World Cup is meant to be for everyone. It's the greatest, apart from Olympics, it's the greatest sport event on earth. And not everyone can enjoy it. And I don't think that's right. And we talk about money all the time, but they could have still, they could have taken it to, you know, Argentina and still yeah, made as much money there from it. So, yeah, it's a disgrace. Yeah. It's a disgrace. And then the whole, the, the, all of these co companies are, you know, the Premier League sort of like advertise, you know, the rainbow laces and uh, and that community and everything like that. But yet they allow Newcastle to be bought by a company and a country essentially that imprison homosexuals and everything like that, and and, and a country that are, are not allowing. Oh, gay yeah, don't get me to started. Watch. Don't get me started on any yeah, hour. So abs absolutely, absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So that, that all of these companies, it's all to do with money, and it's an absolute disgrace. But. Uh, Moving on to the uh, game, uh, comment here. Enjoy the chat. Liverpool fan, but soft spot for Spurs. My granddad is a fan, often tells me about the 1960 double. My dad tells me about that because he's got nothing else of success to tell me about. <laughs> uh, uh, Terry, game's gone. The Arab money built, buying up mostly, almost everything and everything. Every team, everything. I think all the big elite sides are eventually going to be owned by state yeah. countries. Yeah. yeah, I mean that—that's why I'm quite glad, in a sense, that we're owned by Enoch, and, and you know, <laughs> uh, Brian's going to do a double take if uh, Jaw hit the floor. But we're not owned by someone who can just buy absolutely everything. We've got to—we've got to stick to like a, a financial kind of principle, rather than Newcastle now, who can do. You saw what Man City did fudging up the numbers, then pay for the best lawyers, get away <coughs> without uh, any repercussions. But yeah, the way it's going, if you want to compete. You know, a billion pounds isn't enough <laughs> these no. days. It's ridiculous. So if you really want to complete compete, you've got to have much, much, much more. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, the game, uh, start with you, Brad. Uh, being that you've ran off in protest for some reason for him. Firstly, <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. Will, will Klopp be under any pressure if we uh, uh, go round the, the round the panel as well? W will he be under any kind of pressure if we do win and, and win well? You know, like a. a a, a comfortable win for me i don't think so because of what he's done he's got so much credit in the bank there and it's just one of those off seasons wouldn't surprise me next season if they go and win the league fairly at a comfortable bump but is he under pressure if we do a a, a big win over them here i i don't think he'll be under pressure from from the board or anything like that i, I think he might get the uh some of the fan base might 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 turn on him as we've seen our fan base turn on on antonio conte but i think it'll be a minority I mean, as you say, he's got so much credit. I mean, this, I mean, this Liverpool team that 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 won a couple of years ago, won the title and won everything basically. I mean, that was, you know, some of the best football I've seen for a long, long time. You know, that took me back to the Liverpool team from the seventies, early eighties. So, I, so I think if 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 they get beaten badly or if they have a bad season in general, I think he's got such a, a credit in the bank that, uh, yeah, you'll get the you'll get the. Oh, I'm probably sure Jamie will back me up on this. You'll, you'll get the, the minority of fans all, yeah. all have a moan, but then I think, you know, you can imagine that Man City fans probably have a moan at, at, at Pep, you know, when, when they didn't win the Champions League. So yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Is he under pressure? I mean, they have got some huge injury problems there. Uh, 
which is quite strange for me as a Spurs fan. You know, you see some Spurs fans saying that, uh, you know, when we get injuries, it's because we haven't bought enough strength and depth when Liverpool get them, they're quite unlucky. But they are unlucky in the sense of the injuries that they've had. But uh, do, do you think he'll be under pressure if we manage to batter them? Or, or do you think it doesn't really matter? It's, it, Jurgen Klopp has done... Um, you know me, Brian, when it comes to Spurs, I'm very misguidedly positive. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, to, 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 just say, to just say, when it comes to heaping pressure on him, uh, Liverpool fans won't like to hear that Romano's just tweeted and said that Kulisewski will be available and make us some kind of appearance against Liverpool. I've got to say. This 22-year-old guy has, has become the heartbeat of the club. <laughs> no, he, he, yeah, he is yeah. sensational. We, we've seen when we play a 3-4-3, it's non-existent without him. It's non-existent. Um, so he will help. But listen, the one thing I will say with Liverpool is they ha- the Liverpool fans, the, 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 the larger scale, always give their manager time. They're not one of those throw their toys out mm. the pram. They will back their manager until literally they can't take any more. And... and for Liverpool, if you look at what Klopp has done for them in winning stuff and even getting them to finals regularly, 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 um, he's been their best manager, I'll probably say, since Kenny Dalglish in, 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 respo- in response to what he's won, what he's achieved. Since he's come in as well, the connection with that man, is, uh, with the fans, is probably the best since uh, Dalglish. Mm. Uh, they've had ex-players there. They've had Sudes there. They've had Phil Thompson in assistant charge. They've had Benitez who got them to a Champions League. The, the relationship that the majority of fans have. I, the media and Sky Sports and everything like that will heap the pressure and just carry on doing blooming clickbait stuff to get him to get the attention on the spotlight because it's Liverpool. But I do not think he is under any pressure whatsoever. And if you look at it, in all honesty, like we are, if Conte goes, if Conte or Klopp walk, any manager you bring in is a downgrade. Any manager. So. Uh, you're not getting, let's just face it, Pep's not going to join Tottenham or, or Liverpool. But any manager you technically bring in is a downgrade. So I think he is under absolutely no yeah. pressure whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, would you go with that, Jamie? And what, what do you think of the news uh, that Romano's that said there that Kulisevsky will be playing some part? For me, like Brian said, without him in that team, we lose so, so yeah, much. Yeah. It used to be Kane and Son were our team. Now Kulisevsky is well yeah, in there. Kulisevsky, yeah, he's, he's a diamond of a footballer, I have to admit. He has been fantastic for you guys. And that, yeah, that does definitely help you if he plays some part on Sunday, no doubt about it. But, you know, with Klopp, look, no, Klopp, uh, Klopp is like, he, I've always said it on my channel, he's a, he, I love him like my dad, but I've never met him. Do you know what I mean? That is, that, that, <laughs> That that is what it is for almost lot, but a lot of us Liverpool fans. Like, if it goes wrong, it's the owners that are in for it, not Jurgen. You're always going to get a minority. Now, I've questioned Klopp this season. I have questioned him this season with his tactics and stuff like that. He is a human being at the day, end of the day, will make mistakes, and he has to be questioned at times. You know, some of his substitutions, his tactics this season have been a bit weird. Um, but you know, you're allowed to do that, but. No, if anything, like no, it's, it's the owners. You, we've got mm. the, for me, the, we've got one of the most elite managers in world football, and you have to back him. Not backing him correctly, I mean, I say that. I know a lot of rival fans will say, "Oh, you bought Nunes and things like." Yeah, we bought players, but we didn't. We left a lot of areas in our pitch. 
when the owners know how Liverpool play now, Jurgen wants to play and not giving him the players that he probably needs in that area, that's a mistake. And you need to cover them areas. And yeah, Klopp ain't in no, he's got no pressure, absolutely none. I mean, he's just been given freedom to the sea. He ain't getting nowhere, is he? I mean, mm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that it's just not happening. It's just yeah. not happening. And, uh, We've just quickly, get... uh, uh, Brian. I know you need to head off. Yeah, uh, I need thanks to head so off. much for coming on. Pleasure always having you on. Welcome anytime. Uh, very quickly, Tottenham and Tour. People know your channel by now, but if they don't, uh, what can they expect? Well, they can expect. Thankfully, first of all, it's been great to be on your channel as always, and uh, and with everyone that's on the panel um, and in the chat. So, what I can say is, after a long absence, because we've gone a bit. Uh, MIA because of personal circumstances. Tottenham on tour are back in a big way starting Monday. We are doing a live Champions League watch along, uh, the draw. Um, cool. So we're going live at about quarter to 11. So if anyone wants to come in, if you want to come and make your debut with us on that, uh, you're more than welcome. Send me a link. I'm flying to Spain on Monday morning. I might Ooh. get to my might get to my <laughs> place. I might get to my place in time. I might not, but send me a link and I'll try. I will do. Chris, if you want to join, if you've got the time. The blue sofa as Brad Matthews has disappeared. If the blue sofa was there, he is. He's back. So if Brad, yeah, I'll, if Brad I'll, I'll be at work during that time, but uh I might be so able to have a bit of an earlier lunch to 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 do like half hour or so. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone wants to join us, Brad, if you want to come on with us, uh, there's going to be me, Ben, Ryan Isaac. Probably we, we can have up to 10 people, so we're going to do a live watch-along. So, uh, and then we'll be back more consistent for the, the Champions League draw. Oh, OK. OK, yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out when, when it's on. I think it's on next week, isn't it? Uh, next Monday. I, I, 11 o'clock on Monday. OK, all right. Yeah, I could do that. Anyway, so guys. Dedication, I'm getting up at quarter to six in the morning, Toronto time, <laughs> to do it. Such is my dedication. Um but yeah, then I'm back in London and we're going to be doing a hell of a lot more stuff. So we're officially be back. So uh, right. anyone anyone in the comments that wants to join, just uh, WhatsApp me or reach out to me in uh, on social media. And yeah, Tottenham on tour are back. But everyone, have a great weekend. Yeah. Well, so I hope for 90 minutes on Sunday, you don't have a great weekend. Oh, but for the rest yeah. of it, you do. <laughs> uh, sorry, Brad. Sorry, Brad, you were saying. I was going to say, so that's Monday you said it's on. Yeah, where the Champions League draw is on. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll probably because that'd be the afternoon our time. So yeah, I'm probably up for that. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, let, I've let, let me know the link, and yeah. I'll come on for about half hour during lunch. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll send uh, it all. To yeah. you, so uh, make sure, make sure you go over to Tottenham on tour. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe. You know the business by now. It's in the description along with Brian's uh, Twitter handle. If you don't uh, have his WhatsApp and want to appear on the show on Monday, see you later, Brian. See you, we'll see you next week sometime. Yeah, you certainly will. See you later on, people. Have a great one. Yeah. Cheers, Brian. What the hell? Who changed myself to myself, Brian? I thought I've just seen that. I, I thought you had. I noticed that. I was going to ask you about that. No, I. Oh, uh, that's that's uh, someone's been playing with my stream. Yard. Okay, okay. I don't. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'll leave on that note. Okay, bye bye. See you, Brian. Uh, yeah, I've got to go. Glad you need to head off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks uh, so much for coming on and Blue Sofa Songs, you know where that is by yeah, now. Yeah, Blue Sofa uh, Songs. If I can just, just say Blue Sofa Songs on YouTube or at B Sofa Songs. The song that's going on tonight is the probably the last video one I'm putting on where I'm just basically playing and, and recording myself. I'm actually going to try using my DAW software. For anyone who doesn't know, that's Digital Audio uh, Workstation. So in other words, it's like a recording studio on your laptop. So the next song I'm hoping to put on is going to be with different tracks and that sort of thing. 
Uh, but that'll be in two weeks' time. So I'm probably going to start doing it every two weeks. Just give me a bit more time to, to get stuff right. But uh, it's been a really, really good uh, journey. And it's going to continue, hopefully, better. So anyone wants to click on Blue Sofa Songs, have a watch, click like, subscribe, you know the, know the drill. And also to these other guys' channels, uh, Jamie Phillips Football Chat and Chris Let's Talk Talk and Chris's Magic. And uh, catch Ian whenever you see him on, on the tube. And nice to have met you, Jamie. I won't say, say, say good luck on uh, Sunday, but good luck for the rest of the season. Long yeah. to Spurs. <laughs> good night, good man, good man. Cheers, Brad. Welcome okay. anytime. Make sure you get over to Blue Sofa yeah. Song, new song. Fridays 5 p.m. UK time, so there's one uh, today at 5 p.m. Hit the notification bell, subscribe, and all of that business. All right, cheers, back. guys. Catch you later. Yeah, we'll cheers, right. bad. cheers, bad. Uh, yeah, Ian, uh, where were we? Yeah. Uh, 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 cool. uh, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. That is obviously huge for us mm. if he does play some, some part, and well. certainly for the Leeds game as well. Uh, Hopefully he plays uh, I don't know half hour or so for the Forest game, just gets his fitness back up. But yeah, absolutely huge cool. news and and a big big positive for us. If uh, true. yeah, and I, su I suspect he won't start um, no. if um, if said he'll play some part, and that's that that that's good. The the other thing, and I, I totally agree with Jamie's assessment of Liverpool. This aging midfield just doesn't look to be functioning anymore. Um, you know, um, uh, Fabinho. Um, um, Henderson, just the bottom line is they're not getting any 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 younger. They're certainly not getting any better. Um, so the fact that Son is, I think, 100% out, obviously, after his injury on Tuesday night, means that we are, are down Kulisevsky apart to two, you know, fit for, first team forwards, which I think means that he'll start with Basuma, Hoiberg and uh, Benton Kerr in the middle. And which I up think top with Kane which, and more up top with Kane and uh, yeah with Kane yeah, which, which I I think funnily enough would give us our best chance because I think that midfield, you know, with the players coming in, uh, would give us a really good chance of uh, of dominating Liverpool in midfield and football matches are you know are, are won and lost in midfield. I think that would give us a real chance and to get some initiative rather than sitting deep, let them worry about us. I mean, I have heard talk that he'll play Cess and then play um, Perisic further forward. Yeah, he can do that, but I just think in a game like this, I'd rather play the five in midfield uh, and try and dominate from there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll be talking about Sessegnon in a bit. Uh, yeah. Just quickly from Scott M, not keen on rushing guys back because we're desperate. Uh, probably yeah, I probably do that. But I, I, I'm not sure Conte would be picking him in any stretch of the imagination if he wasn't ready yet. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I think but, not only for us, but... He won't want to like upset Kulisevsky and, and rush him back too quick, and then Kulisevsky is out for the World Cup because that would be devastating for him yeah. at 22 years old. But, uh, but let, yeah, sorry, carry on. He, no, he could just do a little cameo like Gil's been doing. He could do 20 yeah, minutes, yeah. half an hour. You've got Gil to do that these little 10, 15 minutes where he, where he's looked really good. I mean, I think everybody wants to see Gil given a, given a try um, yeah. because uh, because he just what he's done in the last couple of games. He's looked good. He's looked effective. He's looked confident. Um, it looks got a good turn of pace, that low centre of gravity. Um, looks like he can hurt defenders. So, you know, yeah. we'll never know unless he plays. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be amazed if he doesn't start and play a long, long part against Forrest. But that's Forrest, for another day. Yeah. But uh, we, we've obviously brought Jamie's mood down, talking about what's happened to Liverpool. We've got to bring <laughs> our mood down now. This happened. Uh, 
Uh, looked fairly uh, innocuous to me, fairly innocuous to me, but it's being reported now that he's got to have surgery and probably out for the World Cup. If it's a clean fracture, he might be all right, be able to wear one of those masks that Harry Kane wore. It's not a clean fracture out for the World Cup, which obviously is devastating for him, but for South Korea, it's it's massive. But uh, mm. uh, for, for you, Jamie, as an outsider, or, or not a Spurs fan, I've spoken to you before, you, you know, both agreeing that Sun is unbelievable. You, you said, I think, on your channel when I was on that you rate him higher than Salah, both last season uh, uh, sharing the champ, the uh, yeah, gold boot. What do, you, what do you think's happened to Sun this season? Because apart from two games, Frankfurt at home, Leicester at home, he's looked <clears> well off the pace and just a shell of him, him, himself. What, what do you put it down to? Is Son actually 31 years old? No, I think he's 29. He's I could 29, be wrong. I think, yeah. 29 or 30. 30. Yeah, he's 30. Like I think with Son, um, I don't... The way Conte might be setting up this season might not be suiting his game. A little bit. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like last season, he was tremendous. You know, he was absolutely tremendous. He was, as I said, it was as good as or even or even better than most Salah last season. You know, and he's devastating. He's a clean finisher as well. He's a quality finisher. Um, before that, I've always thought Son sometimes is a good purple. Some he looks. He's a bit of a purple patch player sometimes mm. where. He could go for about three or four months and he plays like really well. And then after that, all his goals were dried up. And But last season, he was so consistent for a whole year. I don't know if he's just feeling that this season. I don't know if he's just feeling that. I mean, regularly he plays for Tottenham, goes wherever Tottenham are, goes to Korea, plays for them halfway yeah. around the world, comes and back a, probably the A year. lot. It is a lot on him. And like you say, he's a superstar of Korea, ain't he? And... You know, and he's Tottenham, apart from Harry Kane, he's probably, he's Tottenham superstar, you know, and it is mm. a lot on him. And I don't know, maybe just this season, because I've been asking the same question what's happened to him and maybe it's, the tactics are not suiting the way he wants to play, maybe. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know, because the way Spurs sort of set up with Conte when they first came was that great counter-attack where Kane would come in deep. Yeah. Cooley was on the up on the right. Someone's on the left. They would stay nice and wide on the counter attack, and then because Kane came in deep, Son and then could come through the middle. Kulovetsky would have lots of space to do what he wanted to do, and it was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. Now this season, I think some teams have got are starting to get used to the way Tottenham go play on that counter attack, where they soak up pressure, soak up pressure, and can go. And maybe people without Kulovetsky there at the moment because of his injury, all the highlight is on Kane and Son. So where Kane drops deep, I think teams sort of letting Kane drop deep now, but then making sure Son has zero space to work in. So if he has zero space to work in, it's hard for him. And then it's half that counter attack to have any kind of rhythm and Son to have any kind of rhythm. Might be saying like that, but he has played a lot of football. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe with like a lot of these players, they're tired. They're asking a bit like, like we we've completed the Champions League six weeks early. Yeah, I mean that's Man. crazy, isn't it? it, it is, you you, you must be in the same state as state as us, where we had I think nine games in October, yes. six games, yeah. six games for the first mm. half of November, which is fifteen it, games it, in a month and a half. Is it, crazy? It's, it's stupid, and don't forget they had international football. 
before October as well. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. It, it, you're asking these players to do too much. And I think for a lot of them as well, I think Son was looking forward to the World Cup, representing his country at the World Cup, yeah. you know, and it might have been the last time for him as well. And, you know, I think mentally a lot of these players are holding back a little bit as well. They might not be meaning to, but saying in the back of your brain is just like, right, you've got a World Cup coming up. You know, this is like the thing. So, yeah, I just hope he gets better soon because I do love Son. He's, uh, he, yeah. he's been like a diamond guy. I, I, I think he's out of the World Cup, though. I think if it was well, a if he's clean got fracture, the plate, they say he yeah, might I think, have the metal plate. I, I think if it was a so. clean fracture, you'd know about that by now. Uh, mm. But Ian... Uh, Mm. I get what Jamie's saying in terms of the system doesn't suit him, but his passing has been awful. And and there was one part yeah. against uh, Marseille in the first half. I think it was Hoiberg ran it running forward. Son was just jogging along with a the defender. There was no movement mm. there, which to me says there's a confidence issue. And a confident son makes a run, yeah. makes space and says, give it to me, put it forward. I'm quicker than most players. Put yeah. through, ball through, I'll do the rest. And his passing is all over the place. So I, I have no idea what's happened to him. But no, this uh, injury, if he is out of the World Cup, is devastating for him. And, and yeah. career have no chance uh, without him. No, I think that would be right. But I think what, what the, the, the other aspect to that, and I, I totally agree with everything that Jamie said. Um, you know, teams, because of the way we've played, and we've not been as quick to counter-attack this, this season as we were last you know, where those balls coming in from Kane and even Kane's passes haven't been as accurate this year as they were. So he's not had that service. Um, but again, we talk about physical tiredness. The, men, uh, the, the, what the one thing I want to add to Jamie, to what Jamie said, is the mental tiredness as well. Um, and I, I think a lot of these players, they played, they have, they played an awful lot of football. But as, as, as Jamie said, it's all been big matches. It's all been big league games. Champions League, you know, rushed to be finished in time for this ridiculous World Cup. International matches as well. There's no respite there, and there's no easy games in the Premier League. You know, you have to be on your on your on your metal for every single game. Um, otherwise, as Liverpool have found this season, where they've not quite been at it, you know, they've lost to to, to teams they wouldn't normally lose to. So. Um, yeah, I, to be honest with you, I wish what was happening after the World Cup was the World Cup finishes on, I don't know, whatever date it does in, what date is it, around the something 15th like of week, December week, or something. Week before Christmas Day, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. but call it the 15th of December, that, that we didn't start the we didn't start the season again to around the 20th of 20th of January, so players could get a proper yeah, rest. I, I, um, I mean, there uh, is going to be so much fatigue come March yeah. time, which is why I think I agree with you in what you said earlier. January is going to be a huge hotbed of uh, transfer yeah. activity, not just for Tottenham, not just for Liverpool, for oh, every team who has uh, 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 multiple players in the World Cup, I think. Need, need to have players so that you can properly rotate. And I mean, we found yeah. with our injuries, high car. With, with our injuries that we we haven't been able to rotate rotate with the quality I think we'd have liked to have been able to rotate at and you know the reality is you probably need 25 players who can all come in and all do a top job at the moment the way yeah. uh, the way the game is it is it's going to be a big January but yeah. this season oh, I just don't I just, I don't just hope this going. isn't a sign of things to come you know oh it's good having the World Cup in the middle of the season let's have another one I just hope that well, th this yeah. is a one-off just absolutely ridiculous idea right World Cup end of the season in the summer v as it's always been from now on but Fender I wants one that... every two years Chris 
Yeah, I mean, what what gets me, and I think we'll all agree with this, you know, VAR's the toothpaste out the tube. It, it, there's no going back. <laughs> but but nobody wants VAR. Whatever the decision, whatever, whether it's offside or whether it's a penalty or whatever, that takes four minutes to decide whether no, the decision's yeah. right or no. wrong. Nobody right. wants that. But will anyone in officialdom actually change it? No, the players no. don't like it, coaches don't like it, fans don't like it, sports journalists don't like it, broadcasters don't like it. Nobody likes it. Will they change it? Will they help? No. Nobody wants a World Cup like this again. Can we guarantee, you know, and players being burned out, etc. Will they change mm. it? Will the people that matter change it? Will they help? It's like you Jamie know. said earlier, it's all about money. So players, fitness, yeah. health, whatever. Isn't a problem. We no. don't care. We're getting a lot of money for this. I couldn't care. Well, less. the World Cup will be in Saudi Arabia eventually as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's where the money is. It's where yeah. the money is. It's where the money yeah, is. Yeah. I just hope this is a one off. democracy. I just hope this is a one off in the terms of a, a tournament during the, the middle of the season, but I've got a horrible feeling that uh, it's not going to be. But uh, Ian, moving on to the game as well. These two yeah. have very contrasting. Uh, uh, last point before we move on to Spurs v Liverpool. These yeah. two had very contrasting games. Sessignon, Emerson. Sessignon, I thought, looked really out of his depth yeah. uh, in the first half. Uh, it's a huge game for him. And, uh, I, I like Sessignon, but he looked really out of his depth. Whereas Emerson, unbelievably, and, and let's pause for me to say this for people to like fall, get back for, after, after falling off the floor. Sure, Emerson, yeah. he looked so much more solid with Emerson in that back four. Yeah, let of course that sink in, everybody. Right, yeah, let that sink in, everybody. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, he didn't do himself any harm, Emerson. I mean, he can't cross the ball for Toffee still, but it's no. definitely defensively, he looked a lot more solid. But maybe I'm being a bit harsh on Sess when we're playing so defensively and he's under so much pressure. He's going to look out of his depth, whereas Emerson came on when we were attacking. But uh, what did you make of both of those guys? And, and, yeah. and what did you make of them overall? I think... I think you've I think you've summed it up well. I mean, the the thing about it again with Conte's tactics is you would think uh, you would think that he would go with and he got the back he got the backup that he wanted on the on the left. He's got Perisic, you know, the old hand, the experience. Who, you know, I said on your show last week. I think I've been really disappointed with. Um, mm. I don't think he's really dominated that left side and delivered enough on that, that left side. But Sess as well, we all know there's a player in there. I think he's another yeah. one that genuinely lacks confidence. He needs yeah, he needs well. to believe in himself before everybody else can believe in him. Emerson is the best defender on that right-hand side. Um, he's better than Doherty, who you would think with the 3-5-2, Doherty would be... Yeah. the natural fit, and Spence would be the backup and Emerson would have been moved on. But yeah, Emerson is the first choice because he's the most solid defensively. And he's got um, a terrific engine as well, getting yeah. up and down. And, and um, <laughs> I mean, J Jamie will know exactly what we're talking about there with the, you, their, their wing-backs who are required to get up you, and down regularly you, and, and throughout the you, game. You, I was just going to say, he does have a great engine. Yeah, OK, he doesn't have that end product. Although, you know, there's been a couple of games where he, he really has threatened to get in behind. Um, I think he knows what his job is, and I suspect that's what Conte wants in a player. This is the, ta these, this is the, the tactics. This is how I want you to, to fulfil that role. And if you're anything but 100% on, on and buying into that and doing what he says, you don't play. 
Whereas Emerson, I know he's got his limitations, but funny enough for a Brazilian, <laughs> he doesn't have the greatest <laughs> of first touches. Um, but, and, and, and he is a rock solid defender, doesn't you know have the skill levels in the final third that, mm. that we would like. But I think the, the reality is Conti's no mug. Conti trusts him. Rightly or wrongly, yeah. Conti trusts yeah. him. Um, I think he'll undoubtedly start on, on, on Saturday. Yeah, I think so as well. And, and uh, Jamie, in terms of his his uh, limitations, are going forward. Uh, for, for me, Trent's the complete opposite. Going forward, unbelievable. That 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 cross of his final ball, very similar to Beckham. Not looking for anyone putting it in an area. Striker's job to gamble that it's going into that area because nine times out of ten it does. Defensively, he hasn't had a huge amount of defensive work to do. So I think that's why his limitation is there. Uh, we've got uh, Gary Richards here, two 0 to Liverpool is his prediction. We'll come to predictions okay. a bit later on. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a game where the the, the, the wing backs will be targeted. Obviously, you'll be targeting Emerson. Give him the ball. <laughs> uh, he loses the ball. Generally, you then go and attack that side that he's just vacated, and we'll try and do the same with Alexander Arnold. Uh, but yeah, in in terms of the game, how do you think it will pan out, and what would be your prediction? Oh man, like, all right. So I was saying this last night on my show. Like, do you know I'd rather have played Tottenham with everyone fit for Tottenham because I think the way Tottenham are going to play with if there's no Son, if Kulusevski doesn't start, I, I I think Tottenham might sit back quite deep and soak up a draw. I think. I'm trying to look, look at the way Conte likes to play. Like They'd better not at bloody home play for the draw. But, I can understand that sometimes away from home, but at home playing for the draw, if, they'd better bloody not. If Liverpool, because I think Liverpool probably go with someone, I think Liverpool probably go with Salah and Darwin Nunes up top. Hmm. And that's a lot of like pace and power up front. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to work it. I hate you playing Tottenham. On the counter attack, because Son was very good at scoring against us. Good at causes troubles. Kane causes us troubles. And on that counter attack, the way we play, the way our midfield is at the moment, it's always a bit of a worry. I'm just worried. Just looking at it now. I mean, is Lucas Moore a fit for you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right near start. I, I think he has to because of the injuries that no we've got. Else, I, can't, yeah. I can't see Kulisevsky starting, and Son is obviously out. Uh, and then yeah, Wayne Bonner here says. Uh, uh, this will be a game where Emerson suddenly turns into the <laughs> Our issues were going to be an attack. I say give Hill a start and see what he can do. But the problem with Hill is he's very, very lightweight. He's easy to push off the ball. He, he tries and he's very, very positive. But in a game like this, it's a huge game. And I, I it will be uh, the 3-5-2, the like uh, Ian said earlier, with three in the middle. And then I would say more of a Kane up top and then more of a comes off a Kulisevsky at the end. So that's how I see us lining up. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a very cagey tactical game. I think yeah. you guys might sit a little bit deeper, allowing us to have the possession and then you'll try and win the turnover and counter. Um, it's, it's, it's got nil-nil or one-nil to either side in it. <laughs> it's, it's it's not, I think yeah. the way both... Like Spurs, Spurs are a strange team because you guys do keep winning. You guys do mm. keep winning. You are third in the league for a reason. You are, you know, yeah. your points in the league don't lie. So you do keep winning games, but you're a weird team to watch. And I'm not even a Spurs fan. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're telling us we're forced so to watch like, every bloody game. It's like I watched you guys against <laughs> I watched you guys against Leicester and like the first half you bought basically like 
you sort of park the bus against Leicester in the first half, yeah. and all of a sudden you win mm. six two. It was. It, it's just Tottenham. Was, I don't yeah. know what I'm going to get from Tottenham if I'm if I'm Jurgen Klopp. No. I literally don't know at this moment in time. So, I think knowing Conte and looking at the way you play against some of the bigger teams, I think you might sit back, try and soak up the pressure, use the counter attack to the best of your ability, and get, go from there. But if Conte gets a draw, I think he'd be more than happy against it against one of the yeah. biggest sides. I think in how we set up there, what you've said, I think that's absolutely spot on. We'll sit back and play on the counter-attack because I think Liverpool, I don't watch Liverpool as much as you, obviously, but from the outside, it seems to me that Liverpool don't really know anything else other than to attack, which... But Liverpool's problem at the moment is we're finding it harder, actually, against teams that come and press us. Hmm. So the teams that come and press us, we're actually finding more difficult to break down than actually the, uh, the low block. You know, we're like last season. Our problem was the low block; we couldn't break it down all the time. This season, we're having more pressure. We're having more problems against the teams that actually come and press us, come and have a go, and uh, like Leeds, like the Forest game, they, they come and pressed us and pressed our midfield. Yeah. And we'll then do we that in the second it. half when we're three 0 down. But you know, we won't do that from the start. But, <laughs> so but yeah, I, I think it will be Liverpool will attack us. We'll play on the counter attack. First goal will be absolutely massive. If one of those goes in for some team, it will completely change everything. The longer it goes on nil-nil, the more boring it will be. And then it will be Kulisevsky come on and change the game for us. But uh, Ian, uh, uh, let let me uh, actually, uh, Jordan as well, uh, can I join? Pretty much reached the end, uh, uh, not far off the end, but I'll be doing a show on Monday, 7.30pm UK time. If you follow me on Twitter and if you're around, uh, let me know and I can give you the link for that one and you're more than welcome to come on. Uh, But yeah, Ian... Uh, yeah, how, how do you think, see the game going, and what would be your predictions? What, what what's been said? I think we'll win the game. Um, I think yeah, I agree about the first goal being important. We don't get it. It's about time we got the first goal. Um, we're due to score the first goal, and I but think then we'd the, freeze. We wouldn't know what to bloody do. Get the first goal. <laughs> what do we well, do? that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, if there was more time, it's like the Jehovah's Witness joke. But uh, the, uh, the, the I think if Liverpool concede the first goal, I can see the, the confidence dissipating from them quite quite quickly because uh, think oh no here we go again. Um, I you know as I say I've I've got my clear idea about what I think the team should be, um, and I think that would enable us to dominate the middle of the park. It's where Liverpool are weakest. Um, and even their, their midfield's not, I know they attack, but their midfield's not um, um, as as dynamic as it was, say, two seasons ago. So I'd like to think we won't be surrendering all the initiative and we'll have enough Certainly of the game to, to, to win it. To, no, and I think the fans are demanding we have more of a... Um, you know, uh, I don't. I live in Scotland, Jamie, so I don't get to see that many games. And this is, I think, it'll only be the second game in the flesh. Um, but you can hear the frustration sometimes building up. I think Liverpool at home is always a big game. Always a big crowd comes down from uh, from Liverpool. So I would, uh, I'd like to see us dominating the ball a bit more than than some of you are, uh, are predicting. And then we'll go on and win the game. Yeah, uh, just quickly as well, Jordan, I'm on Instagram. I tried looking for you, I couldn't find you. So if you come and follow me, Let's Talk Tottenham podcast, then uh, we'll make sure you're on the show on Monday. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I think it'll be a really, really interesting game. Uh, first go, I mean, I say it on every single game for Tottenham. First goal is massive. If we get it, we're screwed. If they get it, we're fine because we'll attack. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the first goal is massive. I can see it being like, like you say, Jamie, a very cagey affair. But uh, you know, goals change games. So the the longer it goes on without a goal, more cagey, more cagey, and then the more likely that teams are happy with the point. Uh, early goal goes in completely change that but I just want to see us have a go at a team I mean there's nothing worse than losing a game with a whimper you know like Man United away we didn't even lay a glove on them in 90 minutes and to lose like that is just so so demoralising whereas if you've really had a go really had a go and get picked off or lose to something wonderful at least you've had a go and you've done everything you can so I think it'd be a really interesting game Uh, they're usually quite good high scoring games as well these ones uh, and it's about time we beat Liverpool. We should have beaten you last year with a, I know, uh, certainly a White Hart Lane. I know you had a lot of chances more than us, but we had about six glorious ones and didn't have our shooting boots on. So it's about time that we had our shooting boots on and beat you. And 13 points clear of you, I think we go if we um, mm-hmm. win this, which quite, being quite, that you yeah. were one of the title favourites at the start of the season. And, and I, mean, <coughs> I mean, you're not out of it, but I don't think you'll win the league. But in terms of top four, you're not out of that by any stretch because you are one of the teams that could easily go on a 15-game well, that's, winning that's vote. The, that's the thing. Liverpool need... Liverpool... I think Liverpool desperately need to win these last two games against Spurs yeah, yeah, and Southampton. Yeah. Yeah, we, if we don't, we, yeah, it's over. But we, yeah, we, we we have to. Yeah, and we need to win them to keep up with the Arsenal's and Cities. And then so yeah. Conte has a real, real incentive mm. to Levy to then go get me some players. I can claw this game. I think with Arsenal though, I think the World Cup is 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 similar when you're on top and then half time comes at the wrong time. I think a month off after how they're playing at the moment, I think that could be, you know, not great. <clears throat> not great. I think it it can destroy all of their momentum, yeah. especially if they come back after the World Cup and lose the first game. Hopefully that happens because I can't stand them and I can't take them winning the league. That would just be oh, they, they, unbelievable. I think even though they're second, I think it's City's to lose at this point. But yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah uh, pretty much reached the end there. We obviously don't know what's going to happen. That's for Monday's show. Uh, hopefully, Jamie, you're around. Uh, it'd be great to have you on along with Jordan yeah. as well. No worries. Uh, and yeah, a few others as well. Get the Spurs fans on as well. Uh, but yeah, remains for me to say thanks to all my guests, Brad and Brian, who were on before, Jamie and Ian, and everyone in the chat. Please hit that like, please hit that subscribe if you haven't done so already. Also, hit the notification bell. You don't have to worry about what time we're on, even though you know that by now. Uh, Fridays, 12 30 pm, uh, Mondays, 7 30 pm. And also go to Chris's Magic as well as a little sideshow, a little magic trick once a week. Uh, Wednesdays, 7.30pm as well, UK time, that's when that drops. Uh, you've got uh, Brad's uh, uh, YouTube channel, Blue Sofa Songs, uh, every Friday, 5pm, a new song drops, so make sure you get over there. And Tottenham Tour, which is going to be back with a bang very shortly, starting with the Champions League draw on Monday. And Jamie F- Phillips' Football Chat, that's on YouTube, primarily kind of a Liverpool channel but you do a whole host of neutral shows and everything like that yeah. fortunate yeah. enough to be on there a few times as well brilliant channel uh tell people where you can find it and uh what they can expect yeah guys so yeah you can find me on youtube jamie phillips football chats and uh yeah it's uh i'm i'm about 150 off 3k now so not too far off um yeah i'm doing it's basically my livelihood so although i don't like the world cup <laughs> Although I don't like the World Cup in Qatar, it's got to be part of my job to cover it anyway. So, 
Yeah, so it's going to be World Cup coverage every single day of the week. I'll be doing a watch long for every day in the World Cup. I'll be doing a match review, uh, game reviews every single night, previews. There's lots of stuff going on. If you've got membership on my channel as well, we're going to be doing the uh, uh, online Panini sticky out, sticker album together. <laughs> online and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Bit of fun for everyone to take part in if you're a member on the channel as well. So, yeah, and then obviously Liverpool watch alongs for any Liverpool fans out there and match previews, match reviews, uh, FSG slagging off, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Excellent. So make sure you get over there as well, certainly during the World Cup as well. Uh, live watch-alongs, live watch-alongs. Uh, very quickly, Bobby K, how you doing, buddy? Oh, hi, Bobby. Yeah, and Jordan as well on YouTube as well on the road to 1K. So make sure you, uh, Jordan Hyman LFC, make sure you go and follow that as well. And yeah, Jordan, find me on uh, Instagram. And then if you're around uh, 7.30pm on Monday, Liverpool Review, uh, I'll give you a link for that. Ian, uh, no YouTube channel for yourself, no. but uh, you do, uh, as you've put it yourself, not being rude, whore yourself out to all these Spurs YouTube channels. Absolutely. You can find, you can find yeah. Ian on, on most Spurs channels uh, throughout the week. Uh, but yeah, uh, his uh, Twitter handle at, at Shaggy1712, that is in the description as well. So make sure you give him a follow <laughs> on Twitter and then you won't need to fight. Go on YouTube and look for him because you'll be able to follow him on Twitter and he'll be telling you what show he's appearing on. Um, yeah, thanks both for coming on, Brad and Brian as well, and everyone in the chat, like I've said. Uh, all the Liverpool fans as well. A lot of Liverpool fans in the chat as well, so thanks for coming and checking us yeah, out Yeah, absolutely. Well. Uh, would say good luck and, and have a good weekend, but I only hope you have one good day of the weekend. I hope Sunday <laughs> afternoon is absolutely terrible for you. Uh, but then from half six, hope the rest of it's fairly good. Uh, that goes for you as well, Jamie. And I'm uh, pretty sure you would say exactly the same yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. No worries. <laughs> but yeah, uh, pleasure having both of you on and Brian and Brad as well. I have to say thanks to everyone in the chat as well. Get on all of these YouTube channels, hit the like, subscribes, uh, notification bells. You, you know the drill by now. And yeah, we'll be back on on Monday, 7.30pm UK time, hopefully for another win, hopefully for an attacking game, hopefully for one where we've kept a clean sheet, not too much to ask, and probably unlikely being in what we've seen so far, but we can always hope. So until Monday, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Thanks so much for watching, for everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live, and it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe, and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time, and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you'll find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different, also do a magic show. So I do one trick a week, which drops Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Chris's Magic on YouTube is where you'll find that. But in the meantime, come on you Spurs.